Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Welcome back. I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this time, your away team is going to offer the second part of our conversation about TNG Season 3, that wonderful season airing in 1989 and 1990. When we left off on our last discussion, we had talked about the curated list I had set up for everybody uh, that is controversial, apparently, <laughs> even though I ran it by people who, who we'll gave it the authorization. Uh, we talked about the first three that we added on there, episodes one, five, and six, the evol- evolution, the bonding, and booby trap, which brings us to episode 15. I, there's a big gap in there for the curated yeah, list for me. Yesterday's Enterprise, one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Uh, loved by the fandom. I very would say... influential. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the J.J. Abrams movies have a, a, a big yes. favor to this one because yeah. their plot mechanic is, is kind of from that. And also a full-on return of Yar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a subjective... or No, objective. From an objective point of view, I think mm-hmm. it's a toss-up of which one's the best episode of the season mm-hmm. between... Yesterday's Enterprise and The Offspring. I think Yesterday's Enterprise ages better because, like you, like when you first watch The Offspring, it hits you right in the chest. That feeling will diminish if you ever rewatch it. Whereas Yesterday's Enterprise is just as great now as the first time I saw it thirty years ago. And there are times that, like, I literally just want to go back and be like, "Oh, I want to watch a TNG episode." Just you usually pick that one. That's one of the ones of my go-to. That like, I that's one I want to watch over and over again. And it's. Very fascinating on a number... Like, that's the episode I have the most amount of notes on, and I didn't even really need to write these notes as I was watching. These are thoughts that have lived inside my head <laughs> for 30 years. There is so much subtext here. In the alternate universe, Picard and Riker hate each other. And it's such an... And they, yeah. they, they don't have a moment where they have a conversation about how much they hate each other. Right. It just exists. Yes, yeah. And so it leads me to write this whole headcanon in this universe. Like, okay, Riker was a hotshot Starfleet officer. He got a command, but he was broken because he failed in some key battle in the war. And they said, we're not going to cashier you out of Starfleet. We're going to make you the first officer of Picard. And like, I'm not going to be the first officer of that old dumb man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you wrote a whole novel. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I also Yesterday's have a head, <laughs> I also have a like a retcon headcanon. Okay. I don't think Wesley would have been on the ship in the alternate timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I have headcanon for that. Yeah. Okay, because I had the same problem, like what the fuck is he doing here? Yeah. So the war has broken out mm-hmm. and things are bad, and Wesley knows he has these skills, so he goes and enlists. Yeah, against the the will of his mother, and his mother's like, <laughs> "Well, I, I, I went ahead and enlisted too, so I'm gonna be on the ship with you. Yeah, make sure you're safe." See, that's the vibe that I got because I was like, "What the fuck?" Because also, it was very military. Everyone's wearing weapons right. immediately, yeah. and I was like, "I bet you that dumb shit enlisted, and they were so desperate for people, they're like, yeah. they literally didn't turn anyone away." And and she knocks on the door, Jean Luc, you're gonna take both of us, and you're gonna make sure that what happened to my husband doesn't happen to my son you're going to make sure that we live through this i can't do that beverly you're gonna try john luke yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, I'm your doctor. I can make the things go off just as much yeah. as I can make them go on. <laughs> and the the design of the new bridge in the alternate universe is very interesting because... The wartime bridge has stairs. It does. That sucks. It I, does. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, but it's also a preview of what the bridge will look like in the movies because when you go from the TV aspect ratio to the mm-hmm. widescreen aspect ratio... The bridge of the Enterprise on this show doesn't shoot well in widescreen oh. because there's nothing happening on the edges. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And it has panels and workstations there. Mm-hmm. And then when they get into the movies, the bridge expands and it has it, it fills the frame better. Interesting. This would have made... I mean, we haven't gotten to the, the first Next Generation movie, Generations. This would have made a great framework. A couple of tweaks to be the Next Generation movie. The bridge between the original series and the mm-hmm. Next Generation. What should have come out of that... Anomaly was Kirk and crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. you're off to the races. That's a that's a good good yeah. good feel for everybody. What's um, funny to me is that like I I mean I've mostly because I've seen the offspring over and over and over again, so it doesn't hit me in the same mm-hmm. like emotional gut punch every time. This one strangely does. Mm-hmm. Watching yesterday's Enterprise, I think I kind of tear up at the end every single time when Tasha Yar volunteers to go to the other ship. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not even supposed to live. Like, right. let me go do something good with the end of my life. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, when she talked about so much. Yeah, when she talked about her death being senseless and how that's not what she wanted in this this life. Like, yep. even right now. I had a dissociative view of it because yeah. I was like, because I was like, yeah, that death was sense- senseless. And I was like, yeah, because the writers made it senseless. You know, I was yeah. like so pissed off at like, because I, I basically, I, I realized it was a television show, like through the whole thing. And I was just like, oh, this is one writer slapping another in the face. Mm. This is absolutely, because like, this is a redeeming of a character. They fridged a character for no good goddamn reason. Yeah. And now they're literally yep, calling it out for a whole entire world to see. <laughs> and then she gets to kind of like, I'm going to have an honorable death. The only way that I could literally save the entire series, because otherwise it's going to be a show about war. Who wants that? You know, yeah. is I get to go and I get to have the heroic death. Ha ha. And I'm like, yeah, you t- Tell him, Yar. <laughs> yeah. You want a little bit of a spoiler? Is it? She doesn't die in the battle. What the fuck? <laughs> That's all I'll say. What the fuck? Oh, so she's like just 22 years in the past? For a little She might have to spend some time with some Romulans. Thank you. Uh, Listen, Yar this is was not my... the end of, of uh, that we'll hear of Yar. Yeah, you'll see Yar again. Yar was well, my original favorite right. for this mm-hmm. for this series. Uh-huh. Worf became my second, followed by Data and Georgie. Yeah. Jordy in a tie. Yes, in third. Yes, um, and then O'Brien. Anyways, well, Troy. Anyways, 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 it'll move it up. It'll take me a minute to rank because I forgot about Troy for a second. Oh, but anyway. So and Sims of the Father was on the list, right? Yes. So can we talk about the powerhouse of three episodes in a row yeah. of Yesterday's God. Enterprise, The Offspring, and then Sins of the Father? Oh my like, wing, bang, boom. I'm, yes. I'm not even done with The Offspring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, but I have one more note about Yesterday's Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. The one missed shot. The Klingons come and attack the ship. And a Klingon commander comes on the speaker like, this is the Klingon ship bullshit. And mm. we're going to bullshit <laughs> your bullshit. Yeah. Yep. 
It should have been Worf. Yeah. Yes, it should have been Like, there is no guy, like, and then I'm thinking. You have a guy already in makeup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You could even have him show up on the Klingon bridge like, ah, Picard, I will crush your bones. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we have fought many times, this is the day. (laughs) But, but, isn't he half human? No. no. No? Okay, okay. I was no, going to say that maybe he, he doesn't exist. Humans. He was, he was raised. By. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. so, Romulans but killed his family. Then I almost kind of admire the restraint because that seems like the obvious thing to do on something. <laughs> mm. Like, good on you, writers. You could have done that, but you didn't have to. You had enough going on in the show. Yeah. You know, what would be a true, like, kick in the pants is that somewhere Worf is just like a poet. Because, like, his parents never died. Yeah. And so he was just like, I am a warrior, the best warrior there is, with words. <laughs> you know? And he, like, never even did the whole military thing. And he was just like, yes. And that's, that's, he's just off on a farm Because he somewhere. really became, like, obsessed with Klingon culture oh, because yeah. he wasn't raised by Klingons. He had to learn about it himself. Right, and, right, yeah. yeah. So if he didn't but have I, that, I, yeah, I, he could have been something maybe else. Maybe I see him as like a monk on the, the monastery planet of Borath, mm. like contemplating Kaelas' He is return. very... No, he is yeah. Klingon Percy Shelley, just like living <laughs> it up in like the Klingon empire. And he's just like, women throw themselves at him. <laughs> And he's just like, and he gets like, it, but he's it. not gonna go for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he has like this weird, like, like I can only choose the best woman kind of mm. thing because he's wearing like puffy blouse Klingon shirts <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, no, he is full poet. Mm. That's that's my headcanon. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, of course, was the offspring. Uh, or no, no, uh, yeah, it was the offspring, the offspring, offspring and then and uh, the incense of the father. The yeah. incense of the father. You had more about the offspring. Yeah, Lal is queer. And yeah, you can't tell me otherwise. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, well, and uh, the the first act of the child is to choose their gender identity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 They figured that bullshit out in 1990, and we are still arguing about it with all these like gender reveal parties. I'm the like, one just... thing that like irks me though is because like they're walking around the bridge once law, and yeah. it's just like human, female, and like I was like, well, maybe we don't teach her to assume gender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But she's also. 45 she's, minutes old. She's yeah, yeah. Right. the <laughs> world and stuff, yeah. but, like, nobody stopped her. The first object lesson is, well, gender is a construct. <laughs> Here are several options. <laughs> How would you identify? Right, yeah. right. And yeah. it's hard for humans if you, like, flip wildly, you know? It's like, it'd be nice, like, okay, like, you can be non-binary. That's cool, too, but, like... It was a great throwaway <laughs> line where he's like, I choose your appearance. And, and yes, said, yeah. No, that would be confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and two Rikers out there That's in the world. <laughs> yeah. P.S. There are two Rikers in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I like how Lal ended up choosing something incredibly similar to Troy anyway. Because she was like, you told me I can't be Troy, but I can be Troy 2.0. I can be Troy with a bob. Yeah. Like the little blue boy blue like yeah. haircut. Like, shit. <laughs> I, I she's think... basically uh, she oh with the blue eyes and everything. It's just like, what if Troy and Riker had a baby and I'm the baby? <laughs> I love it. I bet you that's what. <laughs> what would the offspring of Troy look like? That I want to be that dad, 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 dad. dad. <laughs> and the. I want Lala to come back so bad. <laughs> 
Frasier's the show that does this all the time, where it's obvious Kelsey Grammer's directing because the first 20 seconds of the show is Frasier's going on vacation and he comes back in the last 20 seconds. <laughs> Riker did the same thing too. He's like, I'm leaving this week. Bye. And then he shows up again. And I thought that was really great. The moment that he has it and then Law's like, I'm going to smooch your face. <laughs> <laughs> your daughter? Yeah. I love, I love, is it Data sees that and he comes in and he's like, just what are your intentions towards my daughter? Right, yeah. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> I am not the show part of this. And it wasn't, it wasn't aggressive either. He was just like inquisitive. Like inquisitive. Right. He was yeah, like, what like, are your intentions yeah. with my daughter? Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. He's like, she is an autonomous person and can decide what she wants. <laughs> I'm just curious because I am her father. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly Three minutes and 27 seconds yeah. ago, I came to board this <laughs> ship, and, I, and Data already has a kid who has kissed me. Yeah. Uh, um, I gotta go. I, I don't need I'm my leaving. drink anymore. Yeah. I fucking leave. I'll be in my quarters the rest the of the episode. The first thing he yeah. did, he beamed in. He, like, he had his luggage beamed directly to his room. He's like, I'm getting a fucking drink. And he goes to 10 forward. And that's it. That's the length of time he has been on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor Will. My notes were, I heart Lal, and then immediately it was, that was so sad, I cried and almost puked. And then, and then Beverly Crusher showed up, and Hayden was like, who is that? And I was like, I said, that's Beverly motherfucking Crusher, bitch. That is her full legal name. (laughs) Beverly motherfucking Crusher, comma, bitch, comma, MD. Yeah. (laughs) There was I I really like the offspring and the band. I just had to slip the night because at first I saw that and I was like, "Is it the band?" And I was like, "Idiot!" Like I'm going to tear up now. The fact that the first emotion she felt was fear, fear mm-hmm. of being taken away from her family. Mm-hmm. That might be childhood trauma for me personally, right there, because <laughs> um, so, that was the thing I worried about a lot. But in my defense, any warning I give would have been unequal to the task. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest, like I reacted very um strongly, but I kinda liked that I didn't have the warning. Like I See? feel like it made it more impactful. Like, right. But I, I also wasn't destroyed for three hours afterwards. I, like yeah, when the when it, the episode ended, the I was rest good. of my day. Yeah. I mean it really I mean I was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a little hurt, honestly. Yeah. I mean that's that's a sign of good television though. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't yeah, yeah, like, it's, but at the same time, yeah, like, absolutely, I'm still wrecked. I love artificial intelligence. I really do. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's a lot of the sci-fi that I read and stuff. Um, but and also like, uh, single parents with kids, and then the taken a queer-coded kids who are taken away by authority. I'm like, ooh, yep, mm-hmm. that gets me right there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, the first thing she felt was fear. Yeah. And that that still fucking hurts me. <laughs> one more, one more thing about the Osprey, proving okay. its central place in the in the show. Brent Spiner wrote a, a memoir uh, recently. <laughs> it's not really a memoir. It's like a, a murder mystery stalker thriller. But he's the central character, and he wrote it like like it was nonfiction, but it's clearly Wild. fictional. And the the person who's stalking him is sending him notes as Lol. 
Sending oh. Birds Fighter. Yeah. It, it's actually a pretty funny book so far. We've been listening to the audiobook version. It has like all of the TNG cast playing themselves in it. Oh, wow. And hmm. yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's a, called Fan Fiction. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good book. Is the name of the book. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Unless anybody else has something pressing about the offspring, we are at our commercial break time, and I do have the sense Sins of the Father will be yes. discussed to some mm. length. Jadich! <laughs> <laughs> Go to commercial break! My band-aid is broken. Don't you mean your adhesive bandage? No, it is dishonorable to buy store brand. Because I'm stuck on band-aid brand. And they don't stick on me. They are ouchless for the glory of the empire. <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment. Water is life. Yeah. Black lives matter. Yeah. yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. Hydrate before you dehydrate. Yeah. yeah. Or... I've had my teens lately say hydrate before you die straight. <laughs> and I'm like, that weirdly works on me that's more. A, that's, I, a it's an on, that's an automatic response of me to drink water. I'm like, I don't want to die straight. That that sounds fucky. Fascism is bad. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, trans lives matter, exist, and is important. And two, get a, get a public library card. Yeah. Go visit your public library. Yeah, especially if you're trans. I'm just saying, a lot of libraries have ways they can like do preferred pronouns and stuff like that. So oh, just, absolutely. yeah. They're a very inclusive environment by their nature. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, I mean, the library I work at is definitely hella gay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it's it like when a... you can tell that the the librarians are trying to just be subtle because like they'll they'll put out thing like displays of things. Yes. Yeah. It's just a... That's hey, us holding back. As, right. It's not... It's a subtle display. It's just, here's books of of note, of reference that yeah. you may want to check out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah, just uh, maybe you might want this. I say wearing my rainbow sweater with my pronoun <laughs> pins that are not cis. She, they, for people who are wondering. I'm three goblins in a trench coat. That's my official gender. That's been, that's been my work in theory. Yeah. <laughs> it fits way better than any sort of Barbie doll representation yeah. ever could. If you Woo. enjoy the conversation starts and ends, uh, you might also enjoy other fine podcasts on partyapocalypse.com including Friendables, Two Friends Talking About Hannibal Lecter, which if you're listening to this on air date, the final episode will be airing on Monday. Woo! And uh, it will be replaced in the new year by a new show. Disorganized, a Chrono Minds podcast. Woo! You'll be hearing more about that as we get closer to January. We also have Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Kenzie and Donna. Also myself, who is not a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy of the show! He has been discommendated from the show. Antagonist of the show! <laughs> Things have happened since our last episode <laughs> yeah. where you were a friend of the show. Were, yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Eris, nothing? Nope. Z. Uh, yeah, I got a Twitter. Or, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we all have a Twitter. If you're, listening to, you're, Wait, you're, <laughs> if you're listening three weeks from now when we recorded this, Dude, do any of us have a Twitter? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. You know, I haven't logged in in a while. I should check on that. It's, 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 it, it, you'd think it would be a garbage fire, but it's more of like, you know, that last moment when a, when you see somebody's stubbed out cigarette just not glow anymore. Yeah. Is it like yeah. a really cool rager of a no. party? Except now everyone's gone. There's like just three people who are still trying the to rager party, but it's was very two, awkward. The rager was two years ago. Now it's like whoever decided to stay after the rager. Right, And it's right. like, so... 
Any good movies? Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. awkward, like, trying to keep the party going, except yeah. there's not enough energy left. And it ain't there. Yeah. It was a TikTok that you were going to Yeah, plug. yeah. <laughs> I've got a TikTok, um, at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Excellent. You do things and stuff on there. I do. You things do things and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Love of my life, do you have any plug? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Then, with that, we will go back to our episode. So, Sins of the Father. I yeah. have a suspicion that Eris liked this one. Am I correct? I, 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 I did like it. Um, I actually did had... I had no, I did like okay. it. I had a problem with. Uh, I think I honestly need to go back and watch it again because I got very distracted with just Klingon culture and I forgot right. the plot of the episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, something, thing. something. You know, dad isn't a traitor, is a traitor, something or other. But then I was like, look at their outfits because I was like, <laughs> yes, we are on a Klingon like like yeah. planet. Like, and I was like, okay, I'm like looking at cuts of fabric. I'm looking at like what, and I was like, twenty minutes have passed and I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Yeah, because I got a little distracted with, like, architecture. <laughs> I went full archaeologist on this. You should rewatch it, yes. Yeah. I love that. It's good plot and good world I, building. I, I do like Worf and Picard's relationship in yes. this, where he was like, I want you to be my Chidich, which is like, at first I was like, lawyer? I'm like, all right. I, think, I was like, oh, no, you mean, like, literal bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, ride or die. Yeah, yeah. no, I think yeah. that's Klingon for ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> And so and it was like uh, each other's chat each. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Each. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like you're you're my main B. <laughs> I do have a question about yes. this episode. Yes. Does, does this mean Worf is no longer considered a Klingon? He is certainly a Klingon. He is just in the social structure of Klingon very low. Okay. Okay. And this is not quite I didn't, outcast, but, like, not favored. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. if it was one of those things where, like, they didn't even consider him part right. of their people anymore. Yeah, like, like, is he exiled, or is it just sort of like yeah. the, you have the bad boy stamp? It yeah. feels like he's kind of, sort of exiled, though, because when, when this, when we return to the thread of this episode later on, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's like, what are you doing here, you son of right. a traitor? It's an ongoing yeah. problem, yeah. and this is what I've said, uh, there's a sense of serialization going on here. Memory Alpha has this as part one of nine of the arc labeled Worf versus Duras. Interesting. <laughs> I would actually think that's a conservative number. I think it, it has a lot more tendrils, especially for Deep Space Nine episodes later on. Uh, it really does plant the seed for the thing that will, spoiler alert, finally blow the Enterprise up. Okay. Um, Interesting. So yeah, th- yeah. this the Dura is sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I want to know what you guys think of the Dura sisters when Dura's... we meet them. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're not in this one yet. We've yeah. met Duras. We've not met Duras' not met sisters. sisters. <laughs> Duras' sisters. They are a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I kind of just really like how um you, especially like the closed door meetings they have mm-hmm. with Worf at the end where they're like you really do have the heart of the Klingon and there's just like a little bit of shade of like and this guy over here doesn't but since he's got a lot of money we gotta kick you out you know like it's basically like sometimes it all does get down to politics mm-hmm. and they're like you are probably the actual true warrior Worf right yeah but he's got more swag <laughs> this is the first time I think 
I think we do see a little bit of it in Star Trek Six, but Star Trek Six hasn't come out at this point. This is the first time we see any of the Klingon homeworld, mm. yeah. and you see like the the sort of semi pyramid structures of yeah. the buildings. I, I'm curious your reaction on those. Cause I just I I got so distracted, yeah. <laughs> that I forgot what we were doing. They uh, that I am absolutely going to make. Oh no, I just forgot her name. Those uh, matte the painting. wet nurses. Oh. Uh, her rope. I want to make. I want to make her outfit. I want to make her outfit. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make her outfit. They uh, that was so cool. <laughs> the designs of Kronos there, I think, won an Emmy for the show. Like the first the show's first Emmy, Emmy was for the matte paintings and. Uh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And and Kalist was pretty awesome because I love how she's like, oh, he'll remember me. He fancied <laughs> me back in the day, and she showed up, and he's like, I thought he was too fat back then, and so she gets there, and like he's like chancellor now or whatever, yeah. and she's like. You're still too fat. <laughs> she just walks away. Which is like, okay, <laughs> there's a little like fat phobia here, but I'm like, I, I don't. But I don't girls got standards, and girl, she's girl. not even gonna break those standards for like the high Klingon. But <laughs> yeah, like she. But also, there's a little bit of like, he is absolutely allowing somebody else to be named a traitor, knowing full well who the actual traitor is. All for money and power. She could get over the fat thing if he wasn't such a dick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so she goes for like the one thing that she's like, and also, I mean, my I would imagine in Klingon culture, like your ability to be a warrior might be I, hindered by your size and your girth. <laughs> I, I think she meant his fat ego. No, absolutely. And that could, you know, yeah. it's also like I love fat that this head. woman who yeah. was essentially just a nurse was yeah. like. I'm going to dress you down, and you're not going to do a thing about it. Mm-hmm. I am awesome. Because you still yeah. want to get with Kayless. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Kayless, know what she got. How about Kayla, Kayla Mord? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> there was a scene where Riker and Beverly were working on something, like investigating the whole history of the Kinemar oh, massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, they had weird chemistry. And I'm like, <laughs> they, they, they could have made a shot at I know that they're supposed to be with other people, but I there's a vibe there. There was like <laughs> just one cut deleted scene that mm-hmm. was just them going yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't. But we, like, no, we you're tried right. it. Like, but like, I'm best friends with like with your thing, yeah, and like you, yeah. like like my thing you is do. like your at boss. The, at the <laughs> same time, they they went, they were leaning in, and then they leaned away, and at the same time, Riker was like, but Picard, or, but Troy. Yeah. Crusher was like, but Picard, and they just an understanding passed between them, and they yeah. were like, this could have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Could have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the it. the moment actually happened in the next episode, Allegiance, when Picard was kidnapped and replaced by an imposter. And yeah. the note I wrote on this episode is the way my husband squeed like a little girl when they kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then, and then I went on a tirade about how, like, I why can't Picard figure his shit out? It's the most frustrating part about him. I, I admire him. I want to be like him. But in some ways, like, I figured my shit out. I've surpassed him. <laughs> yeah. On this one front. <laughs> I think that speaks to Picard's one fatal flaw. That he never pronounces anything right. <laughs> <laughs> Or that he's a Frenchman who says schedule. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Frenchman with a British accent. (laughs) Is is brave only because he is an absolute coward in one thing and one thing only. He he's everything he does is because he keeps running away (laughs) from love. That's it. He can. That's why he's so like. I can just run straight into danger and out. Not. I can talk like. I can out. 
talk the fucking Q continuum and all this kind of stuff. It's like, because I will never admit to the lady that I like that I like her. He likes her. Previous season seven, he finally fucking admits it and they decide to do jack fucking shit about it. Beverly! <laughs> Beverly, you had your chance! He took too long. She had standards. Uh-huh. Oh my god. No, I think it's like her, like she can live her best life. He can't do better than her. Yeah. Mm. She she could, spoiler alert, she might be part witch. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she could reform the universe with her mind powers. Uh, he just needs to understand that she's the best thing to ever happen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Just a bit. Um, we haven't even gotten to some of these episodes oh and uh nor the best of both worlds part one. Right. We only have a few minutes left. We do. Oh, Let's geez. move does anybody else have anything to say about Sins of the Fire? No. Okay, Captain's Holiday. That was great. It was yeah, great. I Fun liked episode. it. Yeah. yeah. Nice uh, random Indiana Jones day. I love right. it. Right. <laughs> Not the last time we'll see Vosh. Vosh is a uh, continued presence I, in our lives. I did, uh, when they were like, you wouldn't happen to have an opening for an archaeologist on your ship, would you? <laughs> and I love he paused because I was like, you do, motherfucker, you do! <laughs> you killed her off a couple episodes ago! True. <laughs> Astra's gone as shit. <laughs> I I love that Riker tricked Picard into offering himself for sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, And he he just looks at Mr. Riker and he was like, no. Don't do that. We were gifted a uh, horgon. We were. Uh, for our wedding. Yeah. Where did they go? I, it's on the floor next to my bed. My side of the bed. You know? She seeks Jamaharon. <laughs> Which, do we have what a, de- a definition of what Jamaharon actually is? Because, Vacation sex. But the way yeah. they talk yeah. about it yeah. makes it seem like it's much more Soulful. involved. Oh, I, I think thought it's dirty less nasty. soulful. I think it's you're think here like, for the week. Yeah, I think it's like yeah. that that dirty nasty tryst. It like, means oh no no no, it means orgasm. Yeah, something no, like maybe. that. Yeah. The, the deposit to repair the bed after what's ever gonna happen right. in your hotel room has already been paid. So yeah, yeah. go nuts, Baldy. Yeah, go nuts. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's like a different name for the like the kind of sex you may have with a complete stranger on a vacation where you can, you. Let yourself go as weird and kinky as you want because you're like, I'm I used a fake name, so yeah. they'll never find me again. <laughs> so you just get super weird with it. Does anyone else? I mean, right. but <laughs> his his vacation vibe of just wanting to sit in the sun and read a book is my vacation vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's sure. your life vibe. Too. Yeah, that's also true. Like everybody's like, Oh, you wanna have some fun? No, thank you. <laughs> I'm fine right here. <laughs> thank you. I am having fun. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Hollow Pursuits yes. was the next one, our, Barclay's our, first, our first introduction to yeah. Lieutenant Reginald Barkley. And yeah. this is also the first time you see Riker doing his human resources duties. Like, yes. they yeah. always talk in, like, in vague, right. is that? Vagaries. Vagaries, yeah. whatever. <laughs> that, you know, it's like, oh, I have to do performance evaluations and stuff like that. But this time he's actually like, I'm going to go talk to him. We're going to put him on a performance improvement plan. <laughs> Worf has his saga with the Dur- the family of Dura. Riker has an ongoing arc now of doing performance reviews for the rest of the series. Okay, but I, in a weird way, I actually kind of like that because it does cement more of like, what is your fucking job on the ship? His job is the crew. Yeah. yeah. He he is there yeah. for crew performance. He is essentially head of HR. Yep. I liked Barkley. 
I mean, he's. I mean, I actually know. I did not like him. He he gave me lots of secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. He's yeah. hella awkward. He gets better with time. But, but I, he's I still him. him. He's still him. But yeah. they give him plot utility. Yeah, I yeah. did not like him. I don't care to see him in the future. Mm-hmm. He's going Sorry. around a bit. <laughs> I I like liked him as a character, sort of, because it's like there's always going to be that one weird guy. You know, like, I'm just like, this makes sense in universe that there's one guy that you don't ever want to talk to. The Jerry Gergich of the Enterprise. Mm. No? No, he gave me unsub from Criminal Minds vibes. (laughs) Fair. Um, I think once, like, you For the auditory audience, I would just like to say the plane went right over my head. Uh, I think you may like him better because, like, here, yes, he's that obnoxious, like, outcast weirdo. But also, like, the subplot of this is them trying to figure out, like, like Jordy's learning how to be a better manager. Yeah. And, yeah. like, once he's actually, like, accepted into, like, okay, you are a crew, we're not going to other you every time we talk about you, like, that's a little bit better and, and for him. The the implicate, like, this found family of the crew could be a little toxic for somebody who's not in the group. Yeah. I think that's good. Like, because even Picard... Proper, reserved, always in command of his faculties, Picard calls him broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that he was like an outcast or that he was weird. It was that he used the holodeck to complete his fantasy. Yes. Yes. That was... That's a little gross. It was like... Stalkery toward Troy. Yes, Yes. I really thought honestly there was going to be some type of like weird kidnapping thing happening. Yeah, I was waiting. That was like walking on eggshells. For the amount of times that woman is assaulted, that this didn't end that way is (laughs) unusual. Uh, The the two things about that is that LaForge had to avert his eyes literally the whole time. Like like, hey, you created a woman in the holodeck. How dare you, Barkley? And LaForge is like, yeah. How dare you, Barkley? (laughs) 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 Don't pull up the bomb program. I do actually like the fact that LaForge is like, look, out of anybody here, I actually do get it. And then, like, later, he's like, like, okay, Barkley, I understand the impulse. (laughs) Barkley should have, like, Reg just should have been like, who's your Troy? Like, listen. I I'm still your superior officer. on this ship. I use somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> who made the ship? The uh, the other thing is either Frakes pitched his voice up, or they went into post and pitched his voice up for the simulation. That really yeah. amused me. Like, hi, I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think he did it himself. I like. I prefer to think that. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna just decide that that's that's what happened. That's what happened. Uh, moving on from that, uh, we have, I had the list Sarek? up here. Yes, Sarek mm-hmm. with yeah. Spock's dad, yeah. uh, which was a good time and sets up Patrick Stewart got to stretch. Yes. Acting, yeah. 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 Acting! Acting! <laughs> he did really good, though. I mean, I really, yeah. And because we are running a little short on time, the best of both worlds. The finale. When yep. people think of season-ending cliffhangers, this is mm. the granddaddy of them all. I mean, people maybe talk about Dallas and who shot Jr., but yeah. this is much more the, oh, right. shit, we got to wait all summer to figure out what's going to happen. Wait, the producer said they don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, nobody signed the contract with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. I actually understand, because I, I was getting a little frustrated with the whole, like, wishy-washy Riker thing happening. Uh-huh. I liked, from a writer point of view, Lieutenant, or whatever, Commander Shel- Shelby. Yeah. But, like, 
absolutely disliked her as a character, and I was like, oh, I don't yeah, want her oh, to I be. Her. I don't yeah. want her to be the number one. She's not gonna fit in with the vibe, especially because like her her whole like risk thing like Riker's risk thing is that he's willing to put himself on the line mm-hmm. her risk thing is like I'm just not gonna tell anybody I'm doing it and I'm like okay you're in a but somewhat also, military command structure I totally took her risk thing to be like she's willing to put other people's lives on the line yes so yeah. Riker's are like this is my family yeah. I am not about to do that right like right. Picard's yeah. my dad that's why I'm going like over Riker's there. has always been um I would rather put myself on the line mm-hmm. so nobody else gets hurt yeah yeah I didn't get that vibe from her yeah, and she I, could maybe grow into that, but I'm like, mm, this is not right for you. And Don't also come to the Enterprise. It's mm. the first time the character's introduced, so maybe it takes some time to, like, even out, you know. I'm not saying it won't work, but I was just like, all right, this this is giving me some icky feels. Riker's usually more... First of all, he he's a good commanding officer. He's a, he's a good number one. Like, he knows how to handle the crew. He makes definitive, like, decisions quickly. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, are you going to, you're too cautious. Are you going to take the lead or not? And I'm like, wait, why are we making this be a thing that hasn't been a thing before? I like that he's very introspective about it in this episode though, because we haven't really seen that much. We just, he's just like, no, it's not the right time. I don't want to be in command. This time he sits down with Troy. He's like, why am I holding myself back? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And like, there's that part of me that like thinks the answer to that question is Troy. Mm. that's why he doesn't want to leave I kind of yeah I think and I wonder how much she knows that and that's such a a quiet character moment when they're talking about it in 10 forward he's he's all introspective about it and he says you know I sacrifice I I sacrificed a lot to get here and he even gives her just the slightest gesture toward her because also like this whole season their relationship has taken a whole new turn, mm-hmm. which I really dig because like they're so close, even though they had so many other bang buddies. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, I mean, literally there was like that one episode where like they're having dinner he and Troy are having dinner and then the, the whatever servant blonde girl comes up and Troy is like, I got you, boo. And she gets up and she's like, please bang my boyfriend. And, like, <laughs> and, like, uh, and he's just like, thanks, you're a doll. And then like he does the same thing for her the very next episode. We're like, hold like, oh, this guy's got a huge, you should try him out. He's got a huge. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you just like cliffhangered the shit out of that description. Because that's what happened. On the sh- like that's pretty much the scene. <laughs> yeah, so go back and watch Menage Troy. You will not be sad. Because he's just it. like, that guy's got a big dick. Let's go. <laughs> You're like, text me all about it later, sweetheart. I love you. Kids. Be safe. <laughs> like, they have that relationship now. And so you get to see how close they get and because and I seriously wonder because he he's looking at that and yes they've got this relationship where they're they're not a, they will be each other's wingman yeah easily but when it comes down to it he I think he and probably she both are like the other will end up with someone else if I don't yeah if I'm not here if I'm not, not here yeah, exactly that's this could go away and at the very least they wouldn't be close to each other anymore they like I mean there's even physically or yeah. like uh, I, spatially will, close to they, each other they rely yeah. on each other so much it's like oh, I need my best friend. You're my best friend. Not even touching the fact that, like, this is the part of the show that I remember fearing the most, which is the Borg. I really, Mm -hmm. I remember having visceral fear reactions with the Borg. I I could probably perform this episode and part two for you. (laughs) I've seen it so many times, but really, like, the last half, the tension is, like, cracking along, and then at the end, you're like, ah, I know exactly what he's gonna do, but what is he gonna do? (laughs) 
Also, the Borg has such body horror for me mm-hmm. that it just mm-hmm. it creeps me out. And it yeah. Just, and then they, they borked it. They borked the captain. They borked Space Dad. Space Dad got And the look on all of their faces right there at the <laughs> Space end. Space Grandpa got bored. <laughs> <laughs> like, the look on everyone's face, like, they, they don't know how to process that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have to process it quickly because they are in danger. Yeah. 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 That was that was the episodes we had picked. We're running a little long on time, but that's okay. Favorite episodes we talked about a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're probably leaning toward yesterday's Enterprise with maybe Offspring as a second. From a objective point, I think those are the best episodes. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite. I tend to pick my favorites based on comfort and emotional mm-hmm. like availability. Sure. So Deja Q. Okay. My favorite was absolutely Offspring with a second close, um, the fifth episode, because Worf talks about. How the him, bonding. Yeah, the yeah. bonding about how him and Jeremy are the last victim of a forgotten war and that they can't seek revenge. Good shit. And the characterization in that episode mm-hmm. was really yes, good. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. And that kid's not bad either. Usually yeah. when they have kid casting, it's like, yeah. mm, okay, we'll yeah. get through these scenes, I guess. But he's he's not bad. Your favorite episode of the season? I'm going to say it's Yesterday's Enterprise. It it's is. It's got to be with a bullet. Yeah. yeah, Yesterday's Enterprise is absolutely my favorite. Probably closely followed by the finale. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say probably, yeah, best of both worlds for me. Captain's Holiday is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. for Picard vibes. Yesterday's Enterprise. Yesterday's Enterprise is yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, that might be my second. Yes- I think it's I'm Yesterday's take it Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. So, next time, we will go and move on to Season 4 of TNG. Uh, just a preview of a few of the things. The Borg situation will be resolved, but never resolved. We will meet brothers and fathers. And brothers and fathers, and sisters, and daughters, but not the daughters you're thinking of. And never a mother? No moms here! Holy space dads! Data and mothers. No, no, Roxana Troy visiting? There's a mother. <laughs> but we've we've met her before. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. you're talking about first time. Yeah, first time. Oh, okay. There, uh, Wesley will leave us in a permanent basis. Oh. But not forever. The Klingon situation will uh, continue to escalate and reach a bit of a head. A little more Barkley. Data gets a girlfriend briefly. O'Brien gets married. (gasps) (laughs) I want to see the bachelor party. Are we invited? Bachelor party. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see the far future, or is it? No. You're such a weirdo. (laughs) <laughs> you married me yeah, I, I, was, I was about to say like yeah. you say lovingly yeah, say we, we love you for it man. <laughs> Beverly gets a boyfriend <gasps> or is he depends on your definition of boyfriend like bang, it does. B- oh. bang boy is fine. depends on definition of boy ah yeah. good for her yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it'll be a difficult moment for everybody to Readjust, but anyway, that'll be season four. Bye! Bye!